Good morning. morning. And welcome to morning prayers in Appleton Chapel. Today's service will begin with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Psalter book, Psalm number 136, found on page 68. Please stand as you are able as we read responsibly by whole verse. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. Good morning. I have two short readings for you this morning. The first comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. As he was setting out on a journey, a a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. 
You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have kept all those since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. And then a reading from the work Divine Providence by Emanuel Swedenborg, number 217. If people attach importance to themselves or their image, when this is portrayed in the spiritual world, they seem to be upside down, feet up, and head down. Upside down, feet up, head down. The manner in which people are portrayed in the spiritual world who believe that what they have is their own. I wish I could do a handstand for you to portray this and give you a visual image, but I'm guessing you get the picture. Emanuel Swedenborg had the ability to glimpse into the spiritual world, and of the things he came back to report, some of my favorite are these wonderful depictions of how the different manners of sin that we are caught up in this world represent themselves. Whereas on earth, our inner lives are most often hidden from one another, in the spiritual world, no such subterfuge is possible. Everything on the inside, everything, is visible on the outside. And so those like the young man with many possessions, those attached to their wealth, to their sense of self-importance, their sense of success or ability, walk around on their hands with their heads down and their feet up in the air. This image, while colorful and kind of humorous to consider, actually gives a very clear, straightforward depiction of what is wrong when we are attached to our own merit, instead of giving gratitude and claim to God for what we have. When we are caught up in our own sense of success and acclaim, we are placing our lowest self, our feet, in the highest position. Our most natural selves are leading and controlling and naming our experience. Our minds are hanging low down near the earth, taking in information only from our bodily needs and desires. What will help me? What will satisfy me, strengthen me, and give me acclaim? The remedy for this type of attachment to our own goodness is drastic. Sell all that you have. Give it to the poor. Come and follow me. On a spiritual level, the young man must sell not just his physical possessions, but all of his attachments to his own self-image. This is a seemingly impossible task for the young man. I wonder, would you too walk away? The truth is, for all of the positive attributes or successes that we cling to to maintain our self-worth, there are most likely a whole host of negative attributes that we also hold on to just as tightly. What if we were able to let it all go and to just accept ourselves as beloved children of God and unattached actually follow Jesus? Jesus doesn't ask the young man to sell all he has and then to be poor himself. He asks him to do this and then to come and follow him. He invites this young man to enter the grand adventure, to be among his disciples, to be close to him, and to do the great work of proclaiming and living into the kingdom of God. This is the invitation that many of us likely proclaim we are looking for. 
but also very likely refuse in just the same way. During this Holy Week, we remember how our Christian story is one that seeks to turn all things that we believe to be true in this world on their head. That a poor man from Galilee could overcome death and transform the world. We need not be perfect. We cannot be perfect. But we can allow God to be perfect and devote ourselves to doing what we can to allow God's life to work in us. This requires a constant returning. Because as life flows through us, as goodness or badness results, we have to let whatever merit or blame go and return again to seeking to be of service, to seeking to be a vessel, to seeking to sell all that we have and follow Jesus. I, for one, want to go. And for me, it means there's almost always a new, large sale each weekend, as new possessions I've accumulated must again be released. Hopefully, each time the sales are getting a little bit smaller. And thankfully, the Lord is very enthusiastic to have me with him, and always excited when I return. May we continue to return. And may we eventually stand straight and tall, our heads in the air, our feet on the ground ready to walk in the footsteps of our Lord, wherever he would take us. Amen. Will you please join me in praying the prayer that Jesus taught us? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able to sing the hymn, My Faith Looks Up to Thee, hymn number 155, found in your Crimson Harvard Hymnal, hymn number 155.
able to join us for some coffee and conversation following the service at Mem Cafe. You can head down the center aisle and take a left into the memorial room to find us. And as we go into this day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord grant you peace. And the gathered people said, Amen. Amen.